Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Sweep, Southwest's exciting, energetic people. NAFAC Southwest's very own podcast coming at you from the beautiful San Diego, California. And we're here talking about what the command is all about. We'll hear stories from various people talking about their experiences around the command, along with entertaining, informative topics. NAFAC Southwest stands for Naval Facilities Engineering Command Southwest, and we plan, build, and maintain sustainable facilities, delivering environmental utilities and other critical base services. I'm Lynn Pence, your host, so let's get started. Hi, everyone. We're back with another episode, and we're here in the beautiful Honolulu, Hawaii. So happy to be here. The weather is beautiful, and why not do a podcast here in Hawaii? All right. So I have with me here Sarah Mooney and Dana Fujimoto from NAFAC Hawaii. How are you guys doing today? Hey, we're doing great. How are you doing today? Good. I'm good. Thank you. So glad that you guys are able to meet with us and talk to us right now. I'm just, I'm happy and excited to hear what you guys have to say. Um, again, we have our HR specialist from NAFAC Southwest, Olivia Mendoza. Hi, good morning. I'm great. Good. Happy to be here. Good. Okay. So let's kind of get into it. Kind of tell us what you guys do here and who you are. Well, I'm Dana Fujimoto. I'm the environmental business line leader for NAFAC Hawaii. I oversee uh, all the environmental for for uh, NAFAC Hawaii, Joint Base Pearl Harbor Hickam, as well as the Pacific Missile Range Facility. Wow, I love I speaking know. to environmental, honestly. I, I You guys do some really cool stuff. I love EV people. Yeah, I always feel like EV is easy to work with. <laughs> you guys are just so laid back. Hey, Sarah. So my name is Sarah Moody, and uh, I am the Deputy for Strategic Operations for the Red Hill Environmental OIC. And wow. so we're a new organization that's been recently stood up in response to the events that happened back in November of 2021. Gotcha. And uh, our primary effort is to focus on the restoration and recovery of the Red Hill facility and the area surrounding it, as well as protecting our drinking water aquifer and ensuring that we provide safe drinking water to the families here in Hawaii. Perfect. That's that's amazing. Good efforts are over, uh, happening here. All right. right. Um, kind of give us a little bit of an introduction as far as how did you guys end up in NAFAC and your background in general, what you guys actually do and got your education in or your, you know, like jobs that brought you here? Um, well, so I un attended the University of Hawaii at Manoa, uh, went into engineering. Wow. Um, during my time at UH, I uh, interned at a private engineering firm and did wastewater. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but then a couple of years after graduating from college, uh, found out about NAFAC and <laughs> the, the various benefits of working for NAFAC. And uh, I, I, I made the jump. I said, hey, I want to try this out. Um, I got hired in the environmental department to do wastewater Great. compliance and, and took off from there. Wow. How long have you been with NAFAC? Um, 12 years. Wow. wow. Look at that. You get 12 years, uh, everyone. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. And you've been here the whole time? I've been with NAFAC Hawaii uh, all 12 years. Wow. Wow. That's great. I've only been with NAFAC for like three years, <laughs> brand new to government. And so that's that's amazing. How about you, Sarah? Awesome. Well, um, so I, my route to NAFAC is a little bit non-traditional. So um, I'm a military spouse. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm a mom to five kids. And so oh, I... What? <laughs> Super mom. <laughs> I supported his career as a surface warfare officer. 
And so uh, I started out in the private sector primarily as an entrepreneur and a businesswoman and really kind of developing some of those those business skills and was approached uh, to come to NAFAC to manage our uh, private party venture housing, our military housing here on base. Gotcha. And so I uh, I was overseeing the project for military housing here okay. uh, when the water uh, crisis occurred back in November. And so as a part of that event, I kind of stepped up and supported some of the coordination efforts and the communication efforts to help us uh, do the recovery plan and kind of get to the next phase of recovery. So um, I, I am not an engineer. Mm-hmm. I am I am a business uh, major with a focus in uh, kind of strategy and long range planning and kind of where awesome. we can do things differently to do it better. So it's been I a real that. pleasure to just be involved <laughs> in NAFAC and uh, to get to serve my country, myself, as well as as a spouse. Oh, oh I love yeah. hearing that. Yeah, I mean, we haven't really spoken too much with military spouses, but the efforts that you were just mentioning right now and what you do is that's amazing. I love that a lot. <laughs> you know, a theme that I'm hearing with both of you is that your work is very purpose-driven. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, would you say, what would you say brought you or keeps you um, interested in NAFAC? What's the type of work that you're doing that keeps you in NAFAC? Good question. Yeah. Um, what I enjoy is uh, serving the Navy and the Navy mission. I mean, you, you watch the news and what's going on, and even though may think we're, we're supporting environmental, making sure we're complying with the environmental laws and regulations. We do that so that the Navy can do its mission in you know, supporting uh, our national security. Definitely. I think, well, first of all, I just love getting up in the morning and knowing that I get to come here and serve at NAFAC, right? I'm passionate about my job. I enjoy what I do every day. Um, I enjoy the fact that here in Hawaii, we are strategically located in the Pacific and we support some of the greatest efforts that our country is doing right now in the Indo-Pacific. And so as NAFAC, we're able to um, be the technical authority, the infrastructure support for all of those efforts. And it gives us such a unique opportunity to support the warfighter, but also support the efforts here at home. And what I'm doing specifically has great impact because I am able to interact with the community, interact with residents, local businesses, um, the Department of Education, things of that nature, and be able to help communicate the efforts that the Navy is doing to do the right thing, to own what has happened in the past, but to move forward and to make changes for the better of not only the military and America, but this community and the Pacific and the greater AOR. So um, I, I think it's just... It's so important to do something every day that you get to serve and you get to do and you have a Good. purpose and it creates passion and drive and it, it doesn't feel like a job sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I love that you said that because when people are considering working for the federal government, specifically, you know, DOD, Navy, NAFAC, they, they, don't, have, um, they don't have any idea of the type of work that can, that they're going to do or the impact that they're going to have. It isn't just on the global scale, which is big in itself. Obviously, it's global. But it comes down to the community that you are working in, that you are now living in, that you're now part of. And it's, it's awesome. I completely agree. Yeah. So um, what type of opportunities are there here? What types of jobs are you guys um, offering? Uh, locally, well, th- Environmental, we have uh, a range of environmental positions from engineers, uh, environmental protection specialists. Uh, <laughs> in the field, we have hazardous waste 
uh, operators, uh, uh, wastewater treatment plant operators. Um, We have a lot of openings. So uh, (laughs) that's it. We're we're hiring. Please, please come to Hawaii. Yeah. (laughs) What are some cool projects that you've worked on? Because, again, I love talking to environmental. They have some interesting things that you guys work on. What would you say for you personally, or your team, rather? Um, so for the wastewater treatment plant, we make sure that they're complying with the NPDES permit. Okay. Um, when there's issues that come up, we help work with the operators and try to strategize how we can maintain compliance and right. uh, discharge clean water to, to the ocean. Good. Um, for cultural resources, we... Mm-hmm. Uh, know, Pearl Harbor is a National Historic Landmark, so right. whenever we right. do work on the base and maintain our buildings, we have to make sure we're, we're preserving the, the historic nature uh, of those facilities. Uh, certain projects, we, we have to consult with the State Historic Preservation Division, right. as well as the Native Hawaiian organizations, and we also work to build trust with them. Uh, we uh, do activities at the... Um, the fish pond out at McGrew Point and that oh, helps to yeah. uh, just build our relationships. Good, good, yeah. And like, there's so much nature here in Hawaii, right? Sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, somebody in environmental, I remember they mentioned that some of the coolest things that they see are actually in on Navy or military uh, facilities or you know just land in general. Is that true here? Yeah, um, <laughs> on joint base, uh, in the outlying areas, especially in Lua Lua Lei, you mm, know, there's wow. a lot of land out there, but not a lot of um, activities or facilities. So there's a lot of uh, animals, plants that like to make their home there. So there's a right. lot of protected species out there, and we have projects out there to maintain that. Oh, good, good. Can you share a little bit about your team? What, what How big is your yeah. team? Uh, I would say we have about 50... People in our core, uh, in the Joint Base Pearl Harbor installation, it's about 100. Okay. And wow. at PMRF, or Kauai, it's a smaller base. Right. So they have about five folks over there. Okay. Um, within our core, we have a range of environmental engineers. We have biologists, uh, archaeologists that right. do you know, the range of compliance work, environmental planning, natural and cultural resources. Oh, that's fun. Wow. Okay. Yeah. See, like I said, there's so much. It would be so interesting to hang out with them for a day. Exactly. Exactly. That's so cool. I thought California, but no, why not Hawaii? Let's go work. Let's go work in environmental in Hawaii. (laughs) What about you, Sarah? What type of opportunities do you have? Or in general. In general. Yeah. That you know of. (laughs) I mean, the the great thing about NAFAC is not only are we supporting the day-to-day operations of the base and of, you know, this area of Hawaii that's such a, you know, diverse fleet concentration. We have everything here from ships to submarines to planes. We do everything that the Navy does here in Hawaii. Right. So um, it's unique because you can do that base level infrastructure support, but there's also a lot of unique opportunities to work on some specialized projects and initiatives that NAFAC has going, whether it's involved with shipyard efforts or involved with environmental um, projects that we're specifically doing in response to events that have happened in the past, or in any of our efforts with specific engineering um, projects that are working on. And so we have a right. large range of opportunities for people to get plugged in and to get an Perfect. opportunity that's yeah. something they've never done before. Um, and I know it may seem like oh, the government, it can't be interesting, it's boring. But the reality is that the government has the ability to tap into projects that are cutting edge engineering that right. kind of give an opportunity to do something that's never been done. 
and an opportunity to be involved in something bigger than yourself. So you get both sides of the effort and you get to be involved. And because these new initiatives are occurring, we're always hiring for these positions. We're hiring project managers. We're hiring environmental specialists. We're hiring people to do outreach and community engagement. We're hiring people that can be involved in our asset management or involved in our HR. So all of these <laughs> efforts go together and support the greater good of what we're trying to do here at NAFAC. Yep. And the beauty of NAFAC is if you come in in one job, you don't have to stay there. Right. I came in through yes. asset management right. and military housing and all of the important and good with housing the families of our warfighter and then shifted into focusing on the strategic initiatives of the Navy to recover Perfect. you know, the past and to move forward. So you can use a career in NAFAC to diversify and grow yourself, or you can pick a field that you love and stick with it long term. Both are great right. and both are valuable. And I think the key is that we want you here at NAFAC because it's something to experience and it's something good. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you. we were kind of talking about with the other HRDs as well that we've interviewed here. Is uh, Olivia came from the East Coast, NAFAC, Washington, and sure. here she is with NAFAC Southwest in San Diego. Yeah. And um, the efforts with me is just like I do marketing, but I also help out with staffing and recruitment efforts. It's just sure. such a diverse. And who thought I would, I would tap into marketing? Right. Right? Exactly. Sure. Exactly. And, you know, I just have to make that plug for the military spouse, right? Oh. Yes. I mean, we... When you are a military spouse and you relocate to other fleet right. concentrations, NAFAC is everywhere. The opportunity. So once you get plugged in, right, yes. there is NAFAC at every installation in every right. area the Navy operates. And so there's opportunity to have a career and still be involved in the government, That's but right. be able to move as needed in support of your spouse. Absolutely. You know, Lynn is a, is a military spouse and I'm a prior military spouse. And if I would have known then what I know now, it would have made a world of difference because I struggled. I struggled like with you. every time we, we, you know, transfer to a new duty station, you know, where was I going to work? Because I want to work. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, if I would have <laughs> known then what I know now. So definitely, uh, you know, and the other the other um, opportunity that I would say that is, I mean, obviously most spouses move around with, with their spouse. But as civilians, we have opportunities overseas as well. And sure, so we can go experience that and our position still be held for us, for, you know, during that, that period. It is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, you're not going to get that anywhere else. We have a lot of folks from NAFAC Hawaii that actually move overseas to Japan oh, for three to five years sure. and they get right. to travel, experience the culture and then sure. come back come and have back. a position. And they have a position yeah. waiting for them. Yeah, they have a family waiting, a work family waiting for them. Absolutely. Definitely. So yeah. Great. We have a lot of people in Europe. You know, with anyone that we talk to, been talking to, and that they mention, you know, that specific benefit, sure. it's like they experience it or they they've know somebody, you know, in on their team that has gone through that. And sure. It, it, it's a real thing. Everywhere. It definitely it's is. We have, a, we have an HR specialist right now who's in Germany with her family. <laughs> And you know, she'll be back soon, but wow, what an experience. You know, she's been gone for, I think, three years now. It's just, it's, yeah, it's so cool, definitely. Um, you know, so, life here in Hawaii, what is that like? Uh, well, I'm born and raised in Hawaii. Um, yeah. you know, went to school here. Um, I have family here, so I, I wanted to stay and work here and be close to family. But sure. Good. Um, 
I just like the culture, you know, oh, um, wow. the island lifestyle, um, being close to work and uh, just all the activities you have here. So much, right? Yeah, there's a lot to do from what I'm saying. I know. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to argue with paradise, right? So, sure. <laughs> but it's 80 degrees all year long. Yeah, tropical and weather. And <laughs> you have beautiful flowers in your yard all year long. <laughs> and you can look at the ocean and the water and you know what's so great is here joint base is strategically located right here on the pacific we have beautiful beaches that we can access by having oh, access yes. to the base here oh yeah and um and then it's just a great place to live the spirit of aloha it's laid back um there's a lot of great food if you're a foodie my husband <laughs> and i are always trying to get the best reservation in downtown honolulu yes. and, and that is really a unique part about hawaii is when you live here you know you live in kind of a quiet part of town. Right. We live in a regular house. My kids go to school. They run around barefoot outside and just live <laughs> their best life, right? But then I can drive 20 minutes down the road and be in one of the best metropolitan cities in the world sure. oh, and gosh. have the access Lovely. that comes with that, the great restaurants, the you know, the great shows, things like that. So um, it's, it's kind of nice because you have a million people on Oahu, so it's not totally isolated, right. but you, you are able to live kind of the quiet life of living out in the Pacific. And I'm different. My family's on the East Coast. And so, yeah, I'm from North Carolina originally. And um, what a you difference. Know, yeah, what a difference. <laughs> but uh, it's people want to come visit you when you live in. Of course they do. So you have to have a guest room. So I think it's just such a unique opportunity to get to live in a cool place that's right. still the United States, but sure. in all honesty, it's just a little bit different enough that you feel yep. like you're getting to a little bit of an overseas experience. Yes. And so, but you get all the benefits of the United States, you get United States healthcare, you get, you know, access to the base and the services on the base, and you get, you know, the ability to kind of live somewhere unique, even if it's just for a season, right? Right. I mean, I, I encourage people if they're looking at that job advertisement and they're thinking, gosh, I could live in Hawaii. <laughs> go for it. Try it. Why Try not? It. I mean, right. and, and then you can figure out if it's for you. But what better thing to I mean, that's what adventure is, is right, is to take the opportunity to lean in and do the next thing. And you're never going to know if you don't come try. And to add to that, the experiences or the projects that NAFAC is working on, yeah. being part of that, that camaraderie. And you don't even need to be military or a military spouse, just a civilian coming in. I myself, you know, just private sector, just coming in and just yeah. being part of something yeah. that for the greater good, right? right. And just um, the, the engineering efforts, the push that we're, you know, for the different departments coming in and being part of the infancy of that project or the, you know, just the efforts on making things better. That, that's amazing. I love that feeling and knowing that you are making a positive and a difference sure. for the greater good. You know, it's funny, uh, you know, I've always heard um, people say, oh, you know, you don't want to go to Hawaii and work there because, you know, you're, you're on the island. But this trip has been so eye-opening for me. Right. I mean, I, I've mentioned to Lynn a couple of times, we'll be walking along and, and I'll say, I have Guam vibes right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, this feels like we're in Guam. Or, you know, we're walking along and... This looks like San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> this part of it looks like San Diego, or this is total Japan. I'm, I mean, it's and the people that are here. I, I felt like I was overseas, but yet As you mentioned, I'm walking down the street in San Diego, and then I'm in the rainforest hiking. <laughs> like yeah. it's it was so much. It was 
so we did it <laughs> this past weekend. It was so great. Though. And I, I love it from, you know, for like our family, it's a unique experience to live in diversity, right? right. In certain parts of the country, you know, everyone kind of looks similar. You have different like cultures. And sure. here it's such a beautiful right. melting pot of cultures and you get to experience. Definitely. I mean, we have a strip down from our house that has 15 different varieties of Southeast Asian food. Wow. And that's amazing, right? Because that's it's, amazing. it's take, something. Take note of that. Where, where yeah. <laughs> it, but you get to try things and you get to do things and you get to experience something different. And um, that diversity is so important. And, and it also, we bring that into the workplace, right? Our, right. our workplace is so diverse. And, you know, as I was a woman in a workplace, we work in an engineering environment and we're we're represented here and there's all these different diverse communities represented and so it's such an amazing opportunity to get plugged in in a place where you can experience something different that maybe you can't experience elsewhere in the world sure and I would say the the with all of that the thing that I have uh, felt the most is the welcome of the local people of Hawaii they're just so warm and it feels like family yeah, so it's been it's been a beautiful trip for us. We love it. <laughs> so, can you share with us about your you know daily life working here in NAFAC in Hawaii? What is that like? For the vast majority of NAFAC Hawaii, uh, it, there's an incredible work life balance, right? Um, our hours are pretty consistent. You can come in, you know. Usually earlier in the morning, but if that's not your preference, you can come a little later. Right. But then the beauty of it is you can be done in the early afternoon and get to go enjoy the benefits of living here in Hawaii. Right. 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 And um, get to go to the beach, go surf in the afternoon, go play golf, whatever sure. you choose to do. Uh, there's also those opportunities to lean in and take on harder seasons of life. Yeah. And that's not always bad, right? Because right. sometimes no. taking on the challenge and the new thing and leaning in and maybe taking on some more hours mm -hmm. and you know, a lot of our opportunities, if you do need to work those extra hours, you know, overtime is there. And if we need to use it, we'll utilize it. Sure. But it gives you that opportunity to row yourself and challenge yourself and right. kind of uh, work at a little bit of a faster pace than normal government work. And so both are available and you can kind of choose what's right for you. And, um, and you know, I think with any time when you're in leadership, you carry the weight of the people in your team and you love your sure. team well and you serve them well. You serve them well. And sometimes that mm -hmm. means you work a later evening or come in early in the morning. Um, but that's not usually the starting point, right? And, and you have choice and you can choose to move into those jobs and no one's kind of forcing you into those positions. So yeah. um, I still think I have good work-life balance in the sense of, you know, I'm home every night. I see my kids. Sure. Uh, if I need to uh, go to the school play or go to the <laughs> event, I just put it in and Good. step away. And that's okay. So I think that uh, flexibility when you're doing your job and doing your job well it's, it's a good understanding of it's still, you know, mission, like family first, but mission always, people first, mission always, right? Mm -hmm. That's accepted right. here and it's acknowledged. Definitely. And, you know, I'm getting ready to take a, a chunk of vacation time and that is being protected for me, right? No one is saying you cannot take right. your vacation time. Um, so I think it, it it's an open conversation place to work where people care about each other and they fight for one another and they protect the people that work for them. And then if you get into that leader position, leadership position where you have the longer hours, you're doing so for the benefit and the service of the people on your team. Good. And I want the people on my team to come to work every day, happy to be there. And if they ever need something, I'll go to bat for them. And I think that's 
That's, that's the kind of environment we have here. So, sure. you know, obviously, if any job, the higher up you get, I think you work more hours. Sure. But uh, I don't think that's the case for all these positions. And, you know, we have plenty of people <laughs> on our team that have very specific roles. There may be a geologist that does very specific modeling and they're working on a specific project. They may come in at 5 and leave at 2.15 so they can go surf all afternoon. <laughs> and that's totally fine. Yeah. They so, Maxiflex. People exactly. like that. Yes. Right. Yeah. NAFEC is big with that. Alternative work schedules. Uh, some of our folks will work nine-hour days and then get every other Friday off. Right. When I first started, I right. said, oh, that's awesome because I can get three-day weekends. It's a great yes. day to run errands. Vacation. Make, oh, yeah. Appointments. Right, and right. Some people that were doing the uh, Fridays off would um, – Go to Vegas, you know, spend right. a weekend in Vegas and go home <laughs> and back to work. Right, right. Yeah. And then we do have the maxi flex and a lot of alternative uh, work <clears throat> schedules um, and telework too. Sure. Uh, that was really important during the pandemic. And right. We're still we're, we're in this transition phase back into the office, but a lot of people are still um, taking advantage of, of the benefits of telework. Sure. And I would say that's consistent across NAFAC Enterprise. Right. You know, it, right. for me, I, I did the, the nine-hour days, and then I um, went telework with, you know, because of the pandemic. And then I, I started uh, 10-4s, so I worked 10-hour days. So I have three-day weekends right. every weekend. Yeah, and, but to your point, there are times where we grind, even if you're not in leadership. You know, we, there, there are phases where we're tired and, you know, we're putting in those long hours. But then, look, at Lynn and I are in Hawaii right now, you know, meeting Speaking awesome people, having a great people. opportunity <laughs> to, yeah, to do some really good work. Right. So there's, you know, ups and there's lulls, <laughs> but it's awesome. I think when awesome. you have those, those uh, spurts, when you have to, to do extra and work sure. um, together, you work hard, but you're working with a team. And so right. when you get through that, you accomplish or you feel that accomplishment together and yes. you can enjoy that feeling together. Sure. Good. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, real quick, personally, we're, you know, as we're kind of talking about things like this, what is keeping you here at NAFAC? I mean, obviously 12 years here with Dana, it's, it's like, wow, yeah. that's amazing. You know, what do you like most about being here? Uh, well, there's a bunch of things I like. I like working with the people. I like uh, what we're, our purpose, you know, the, supporting the Navy mission. Um, NAFAC also does a really good job at providing a lot of training and developmental opportunities. I've been able to take advantage of that throughout my 12 years in NAFAC. Oh, great. Uh, you know, we have an employee development program, a leadership development program. Right. Even HR puts out a lot of uh, developmental training opportunities. Uh, during the pandemic, a lot were virtual and then, you know, transition to doing more in-person, you know, interacting with other people okay. and, and sharing ideas. Good, good. How about you, and, Sarah? And I'll just piggyback right on that because I think it, it NAFAC can be a career, right? right? And I know for myself, I've been afforded the opportunity to be involved in kind of executive coaching and executive leadership programs. And there is opportunity, right, all the way up to um, Ms. Latour, our executive director of NAFAC, right? And she is a senior executive service official, and that is a full career, a lifelong career wow. of service to your country, right. but also of executive development and career development. And um, I just see NAFAC as an opportunity to continue to lean in and do the next thing and take the next opportunity. And so right now, I love my job and I'm here because it's dynamic and it's challenging and I just enjoy the people I work with. Um, I enjoy the active duty military that we, we serve under, sure. right? Uh, 
and we enjoy serving the greater good of what we're accomplishing here in Hawaii. Perfect. But it, it is a perfect springboard for something bigger if that's what you're looking for. If you're in that life stage where you're looking for what am I going to do next? What does life look <laughs> for me in the next 10 to 15, 20 years? You can utilize NAFAC as a launching point to really do something great and to really Absolutely. serve our country, you know, Good. all the way to the highest levels. And uh, we have that here at NAFAC. So uh, I think it's keeping me here now, but it's keeping me committed for the long term as well. Oh, good. I love that. And I feel the exact same way. You know, I'm just doing like marketing efforts and recruiting and helping out. But I feel good about it. I mean, especially you find folks here talking to everyone in Hawaii and even not just here, the TDYs that I've done and just speaking to people in Ventura or the smaller bases and whatnot that we have in our region, just hearing their voice, like what brought you here? What and they all say the people, the the leadership. Most of the time, they have great the experiences, the purpose of their work, and and and, and it's great, consistent and feeling, sure. So, so you know, just as we kind of wrap up here, um, individually or both, what are the some of the last words that you kind of want to leave our audience with? You know, I just first of all, I just appreciate this opportunity, right? The opportunity to get to. Um, put a voiceover to what we do every day and to get to uh, just give a slight insight to what NAFEC is doing okay. and how we're supporting the Navy and the greater mission of our country, right? And so I just, um, I would just encourage people to go for it. Don't be scared, <laughs> right? Put that resume together. Sure. If you don't know what you're doing, ask somebody. Those of us that are here and right. are already inside NAFAC, we're willing to help you. Look over your shoulder. You know, say, hey, you may want to update this part. We know that that's important. Ask for help and use these networks. Network, meet people, you know, and lean in and take the opportunity. Because sometimes you're never, you are never going to get the job if you don't apply. That's so right. just go ahead and go for it. Ask the questions, right? We heard that yesterday, Olivia. Ask the and questions. And it's like, I wish we knew. <laughs> we said, like, ask those questions. Mm -hmm. And someone will be there to help you and guide you and get you in. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, just appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today and talk about NAVFAC and my experiences mm -hmm. and why I enjoy working for NAVFAC. And, uh, yeah, we do have uh, openings. And uh, feel yes. free to reach out and see what we have available. There, we have a wide range of uh, opportunities available. Well, thank you, Dana and Sarah, for meeting with us sure. and telling our audience about, you know, NAFAC Hawaii. I mean, I'm sold. Olivia, I'm are you sold. Ready? ready? Let's go. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was, was really great good talking good with you guys. You. So uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Thank Thanks you for so much. listening to another episode of The Sweep. If you want to know more about NAFAC Southwest, check out our website at nafac.navy.mil forward slash SWCareers. We have a lot of exciting new opportunities to join the team and learn about all the great things we do to help our facilities. Join us again soon for another episode, and we'll see you on the next one.